What's good? What's good? What's good? I got you. I hate you. All right, all right, folks. Another episode of Thin Line Between Sports and Hate, and this is the boxing, boxing segment, my favorite. And I'm here today joined by my man, Uppercuts, a.k.a. Uncle Ed. What's up? Talk to the people, man. What it do, nephew? What it do? Not much, not much. You know, I had to get you up on this when it came time to talk about boxing. We got a lot to talk about. And you, one of the people who schooled me, one of the OGs, legendary, you showed me a lot, taught me a lot. I had to get you up on this show, man. Thank you, thank you, thank you very much. Very honored, very honored. Before we get um, started, folks, you know I gotta introduce y'all to the people who help support this. And number one is Sheet Metal Supreme. You can check them out on IG on sheetmetalsupreme.com. They make custom t-shirts for the everyday construction man like myself. Cool custom t-shirts you can get designed to your liking. Use the promo code Charlie, you get 12% off your whole purchase right there. So you can shave a lot of money off the shipping and handling and our second sponsor is substance custom cakes i told you to check them out on instagram some awesome cakes very very good i've had a few myself actually more than a few so i'm putting on some weight now all right uh forget all that anyway tell them about yourself i know you used to take awesome pictures back in the day at starish city tell them how you got into boxing and just give a little bio about yourself uncle uh, a brief background, uh, Brooklyn kid, grew up, only sport I ever enjoyed was boxing. Um, uh, always been a fan of the sport. I mean, always, even when it wasn't popular. Uh, about, I want to say early 2000s, uh, I started actually working in the boxing gym. Uh, I combined two of my passions, which was boxing and photography, and I decided to start going to all the boxing gyms all throughout the New York metro area. And uh, you know, eventually, I was uh, I was a photographer that was getting uh, photo credentials and actually mm-hmm. photo, uh, phot- uh, shooting actual fo- uh, professional fights. Do you still have so, Instagram? You because know, you showed me uh, some of your portfolio. Absolutely, I have them. Check your, your I've been out. active, but uh, yeah, uh, you might see a comeback. <laughs> Don't call it a comeback, Don't call but it a comeback. at upper at uppercuts uh, at Instagram. That's U P P A K U T Z. You heard the folks, and it ain't a comeback, but just in case, just in case. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Sports topic. We got a lot to talk about. First, we all know the Triple G and um, Canelo fight ended part two. But what also ended was um, Abel Sanchez's career with them. Did you uh, know that um, he was shortly fired after that fight? Abel Sanchez is no longer training Triple G. Uh, I, I heard. Uh, it seemed to me. I think Abel Sanchez was actually a little too honest with his uh, <laughs> with his fighter and the. Uh, we'll and the public about that yeah so you saw the Honestly. youtube videos and his comments about he didn't do enough I, and, yeah um, and you you want to know what you want to know what uh i actually am, am proud of abel sanchez um great 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 trainer mm-hmm. um to have the courage to tell the truth to a fighter you know triple g didn't want to hear it but he did. You know, I, I feel he's telling the truth. I feel I he's telling too. the truth. I mean, I did too. And um, we can shade him. Um, if you have, I mean, no, trainers, he didn't. He didn't. Are sh- different. Trainers are different. I mean, you're not their only fighter. 
you know what I'm saying? But you saw him in the corner, in the corner. Yeah, you yeah, tell him we lost that one. Yeah, yeah. He lost that I, one, too. I, I agree with you. April Sanchez is a great trainer. Um, he told the truth. I think if anything, if I was Triple G, I would, I would call him and say, you know what, we got to get in the gym. I got you this time. I'm going to listen to you. You know, because I, don't know I think you. maybe... Who else is going to sit there? I mean, he'll get good trainers, but he's been able for a while. I think that uh, maybe G has actually started buying some of his hype. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe he he just wants yes men in his corner. I, I mean, I don't know. I can agree. Well, I, at this stage in his career. I think Triple G, it, it, it's no slouch. He's a, he's a great fighter in this era so far. Um, you know, I think Canelo actually won the fight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think Canelo actually won the fight. Not by much. My scorecard, you know, to be honest with you, I had to watch it twice. My scorecard, I had to my watch first it twice scorecard myself. was a tie. And I agree with you. It was you, a tie. But you know the folks weren't hearing that. Yeah, you know, I, 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 couldn't, I couldn't understand some of the comments of people... Uh, making it seem like it was a robbery, like Adelaide Bird actually judged the fight. You know, she's known <laughs> yeah, for yeah, uh, completely right, landsliding, yeah. you know. So I, I don't know. I don't know. I I think Cano did. I, I, you know when uh some of these uh, sportscasters tell you how to judge the end of the round or the end of the fight, which fighter would you rather be at the end of that fight? I'd rather be Canelo, you know. And if that decides who wins the fight, I guess Canelo won the fight. Yeah, I guess so too. Um. He fought different than part one, which is why the right. second time when I watched the fight, I gave it to him, like you said, me and you talked about it. He walked him down. I didn't think Triple G did anything different. I actually thought he threw less punches than what he did in uh, part one at the end of the fight. And in the beginning of the right. fight, I thought he landed some very clean, good jabs and, and rights. And um, towards, I would say, probably the sixth, the ninth round, he kind of laid off, got back on it, and maybe stamina, maybe age is getting to him. Canelo is the younger fighter, and supposedly cleaner. <laughs> I, 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 listen, you know, and that, that's another thing that's funny is with him being clean, uh, this Billy Joe Saunders kid just, just uh, he just went on a campaign. Yes, we were just about to yeah. get to. I like how you flowed into that. Talk to us. He, he went into that whole campaign when Canelo popped, and what's funny is well, I, I was doing some research, and it seems to be that Saunders, what he got caught uh, taking, was ten times ten stronger times than what Canelo was taking. Oxalophamine. Yeah, what you know, yeah, it's so it, it's, <laughs> it's supposed to make you stronger, faster, your reflexes. They said damn near right, super right. drug and banned in every major sport. But the thing is, what I was told that in UK they don't test for that. Yes, you know, it's just like every country has a different uh, sanctioning bodies and their requirements. But, you know, one thing I was glad was that uh, Canelo, second fight, and I had agreed, I was watching one of the bloggers, and I totally had agreed with him when he said Canelo actually fought him faster, stronger, and better. Cleaner, yes, he did. Yes, without the clip, you know. I think Canelo pressed the fight. I think that uh, Golovkin is not used to the body pressure he was giving him, mm-hmm. the moving him back, mm-hmm. you know, he, 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 you know, and w- what I didn't understand was these, the HBO staff, <laughs> they were acting like the man was robbed. Yes, I, I didn't, I didn't understand uh, Jim Lampley when he was, when they actually threw, a, <laughs> but they threw. You know what's funny was that if you watch it, 
he threw up punch stats, right? Mm-hmm. And in the punch stats, both jabs and power, Triple G, I mean, Yo, Canelo outpercentaged him. Sure percentage. Mm-hmm. Percentage. Not land, not, no, not, no, not throwing. So he was trying to make a case for, well, Triple G threw the more punches. But all those numbers proved was that, yes, Canelo threw less, but they were more effective. And if you look, and if you look at the two fighters at the end of the fight, I think the punch stats proved true. Um, yeah, when you um, text me that photo of the pictures of their face side by side, um, Triple G looked like the black version of Martin when he fought Tommy Ernst. His face was just big Mom, and swole. It was, it was badly <laughs> beaten. And uh, Canelo had a few bruises here and there. Like he had a bar stuff yeah, and that was it. Triple G looked like he was a uh, bruised roast beef. He looked beat up, you know, and it's I just, you know, it's crazy. I, it's crazy. I, I, I think he's got to be realistic with himself. I think Triple G's got to go back and let's see if he can actually beat Danny Jacobs. Oh, uh, let's see him. You know what I like to see him come back? Mm-hmm. Fight Peter Quinlan. Well, apparently, you know? um, I believe it was the WBO. I, I'm always forgetting the last letter. <laughs> I'm always yeah, one of the alphabets. See, I, I, you know, the top four, WBO, WA, WBC, IBF. They want to, they right. want to see him versus, I know you don't like the kid, versus the younger one, Jamel Charlo. I, I, I saw that. It was actually, the, I think it's actually the WBC. Yes, the WBC. It's the, uh, there, we go, there we go. I knew it was either the O or yeah, the C. And they want to see that happen it, because they were talking about him fighting Lemieux. And I'm, and I'm saying to myself, no. If you're saying you're Triple G, you either fight Canelo for a trilogy, or you take on one of these up and um, young, um, uh, hungry fighters who want you. That's how I feel you about do it. That or you I fight. believe that would be that would be a good fight him and Charlo. You want to know what? You wanna you wanna be Triple G's always campaigned and always uh you know his platform was always nobody wants to fight me. I want to fight everybody, but. You know, for a while there wasn't really anybody in that division. Well, guess what? Now you do have some young young lines in there. Yeah. Do what Floyd did. Start taking them out. Floyd did. the older age, Floyd said, "You know what? I'm gonna show you all these guys ain't nothing. I'm gonna take them out while they're young and hungry." Why? Why? Why at this point? Stop. Let's put it this way: boxing is a business, mm-hmm, correct? correct? Star power versus star power. Uh, I don't know. To me, and you know, I'm not a fan of either, but. Mm-hmm. Seems to me one of the Charlos have way more star power than Triple hey. G. Yes, he's knocking people out, but Triple G has never. I think this is the first time Triple G's ever fought on, on pay per view. Maybe the second. Yeah, he hasn't had too many um, big money fights. Um, right. Because he doesn't. He's not entertaining like that. And what I find funny is that before the Triple G fight, when Charlo was calling, because Charlo's been calling him out for about almost two years now, about a year. Maybe more than that, about two years, and he said, oh, "I won't fight." And you know when they when they when they're young, and I'm like, when they're young, they call them out. But exactly, I I believe the Charlo brand is strong enough. To, now, to yes, now, now yes. Before you could say that, but now, yes, it is. Um, they both have belts. I do believe the older one is more talented, but the younger one has a deadly jab, and he does have power. I would like to see, um, his speed and youth go up against that experienced veteran to see if you really had that what it takes because he can take a hit now me and you spoke about charlo and trout fight that was a slug match right. because trout was catching him with some clean flushes and they were going at it so you show you can take a damn punch so i want to see now on the next level what are you going to do because what i don't like about boxing nowadays 
people are ducking more than ever, blaming it on politics, blaming it on business. I do believe business Absolutely. has a part to do with it, but you can't tell me scare money don't make no money. You can't tell me these guys got an offer. They won't say, you know what? We'll put aside our differences because money talk, bullshit walk. We all know that. So stop, you know, with all this politics. I'm here with Sean Porter. And you're right. And everything. You're right. You know? Look at these guys. Look at these guys taking. That's another thing. One other thing that disgusts me is a guy not wanting to fight a guy in his division mm-hmm. to fight a bigger name in a smaller division yeah, well, like, or what in a higher you, what, division. What are you doing? What are you doing? Like Golovkin versus Kel Brook. That was disgusting. It was. Hey, why would a 147 pound man? Why would a 147 pound man fight a man at 160? I could see towards the end of his career, boxers mature, their bodies mature, they naturally become heavier. It's almost impossible to stay one weight class your whole division. Bernard Hopkins almost did his whole division. Uh, who was who was the greatest middleweight of all times? Marvin Hagler. Hagler. Yes. Marvin Hagler stood 160 pounds his entire career. He is not, but Marvin Hagler I, is the number one pound for pound best middleweight. I, I would argue to say Marvin Hagler may be 10 pounds beyond his, his fight weight because the man is just he was just that disciplined. Yep. You know. Yep. So, you know, I, I I don't know. I think. Triple G, now that there's bigger names in this division, he needs to start fighting them. If he wants to claim mm-hmm. that 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 ultimate spot, he's got to do he's that. He's got to do that. And fighters, there's a lot. And you know what I like now? There's a lot of good, um, um, young, talented fighters. Some of these, uh, you look at the yeah. names, Javante Davis, the Charlos, these, um, what you call it, even like uh, Mike Garcia, Robert Easter, Terrence right. Crawford, Earl Spence, Danny Garcia. These guys yeah. are all young and guess what they want to fight they want to fight and they want their career to go on which i like these guys don't want to take their time off you know you you read a lot what earl spence is talking about like yeah we always hear the earl spence versus crawford that's what we want to fight i'm tired of the twitter beef i don't even follow twitter no more because of the fake boom yeah i've, I've given up on it myself stop it either you're going to fight or not Stop taking shots at each other. Stop blaming the contract. Let's get her done. Well, that's why I respect Fury, but we're going to get into that a little bit later. But we're going to continue this. But let's, real quick, since now BJ Saunders has been caught, we don't know, though, who's going to be the substitute uh, for Boomer Andre. Who, um, They're saying that that he might be able to, that, that, I guess they were going to fight in Massachusetts. Uh, they might still get sanctioned, but that's what I was hearing. Too. I don't know. And I, I, think, I don't think. I, think I don't think he deserves it. I don't, I don't think he deserves it either. I think he. But should you be know, you're also in the case of this title, and yep. um, that's it. Especially after this, like you said, the shit he talked about uh, Canelo and the Clint Butyrol, you got caught with something ten times worse. Like my man, Absolutely. he had baby food. You know, you, you had the real shit. But you, you know, Andre. Demetrius, this is his. This is his. Would have been his right biggest now, fight now, to date. And let's and let's remember. I don't think he's getting big paydays. So you know he's in a tight spot too because you know when when people are backing you to to win these titles and to be these these great champions, if your fight, you know people, it's easy for somebody to say, well, he shouldn't fight him because he popped positive. Guess what? He may not be able to wait for that next payday. Uh, he may need that yeah, payday sure. now. I, 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 I so he might it, have I to take that. something that there's a clause in a contract that um, if something happens, uh, oh, man, 
I'm sorry, I don't hear you guys. I don't want to quote it wrong, but um, something in his contract that if something like this happens, uh, it would be in favor of the um, the clean verse, if I'm not mistaken. So I gotta go back. But right, he, I, I can't imagine him getting a full payday. I, I imagine there's probably some type of stipulation uh, where he gets a piece of the purse. But you know, when, when a fighter is cut, right? When I, I've been around a lot of fighters, I've been in a lot of camps. Um, I've actually worked in the business, and let me tell you something: these guys you see on on uh, Showtime Next Generation, you know, at best maybe make five to ten grand when it's all said and done. Some of these fighters, before they even get that check, already are in debt to their trainers. Not, and not saying that the trainers are doing anything malicious but, but they gotta make their their trainers they have to keep right they have to keep their gyms open the right now you not only do you have a trainer it's more than one trainer you got yeah. the boxing mm-hmm. trainer you got the strength and training the strength and conditioning coach yeah. right and nutritionist so you know this 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 fighter who's you know most of them are working nine to fives and, mm-hmm. and doing this yeah. uh, you know when they finally get that payday they're lucky if they can you know, pull the next couple months rent until their next big fight. Big time, yeah. And um, he's definitely so, up for a fight. And you know what's crazy? I was actually looking as the um the the fight the fight date approach. I was looking forward to this. I was seeing um watching both of them train, and boom, it looked like he was in great shape. I heard and, you know I heard he's a small guy, but he's pretty. Big. Yeah, my he's cousin. Pretty, he's pretty. My, big, my, my cousin told me that he looks to me like you know reminds me of of a. Uh, of a Jared Swift herd, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, definitely agree with you. The yeah, guy's got a big wingspan, you know. But from what I understand, he's not a big guy. He's he's not a big guy. He's been compared to like a Broner, where Broner is just like a short, chunky, you know, stocky guy, you know. But this dude's pretty uh, fast. I, I watched him. Uh, I watched his last four fights, and um. He's pretty fast. He's got a lightning quick jab. What I like about him, I think Boo Boo takes him. You know, I said that too. <laughs> if he gets the rust off, what I like about it is that the kid has great combinations. You don't see that a lot today in boxing. But once he right. catches you with a jab, he's going for the one, two, three, and he yeah. goes a body shot. He goes up, down low, up, down low. That's a good boxer who mixes it up and just doesn't go for the face. I kind of like Absolutely. that in boxing. You know, that's what you need for Absolutely. versatility. And like you said, this was supposed to be his big match to set him up right. for the next one. Uh, I hope they still sanction it. Come right. with you on that. Let them fight. Um, I would say um, strip the belt, definitely. DJ Saunders does not deserve one. Actually, um, after right. this fight, I would probably ban him. Yeah, but you know what happens is, is, is you, you know, it, 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 you can get a negative out of this too, being Demetrius, because look what happened to Lomachenko. Mm, Lomachenko, really in my point. opinion, in my opinion, it was poetic justice. That's my personal opinion. Please, people don't get upset with me. I, I started to actually believe a little more in Lomachenko, but I am old school. I don't feel that based off of a man's, uh, amateur career on his second professional fight he should be allowed a championship fight mm. to me it discredits it the, the whole structure yep. why do we have a top 10 yep. why do fighters have to fight reach yep. a certain yep. level because before they get a title shot if a guy can come off of an amateur career and get a so being that being said i'm speaking of the the uh the fight with um oh my god it escapes me uh what was his name? The guy he fought. He's on my Lomachenko. The dude he knocked out before. 
No, the guy who beat him. Lomachenko's only oh, loss. Yeah. Oh, shit. I, I, forgive me for not remember his name. The guy is a great journeyman. Uh, Damn, he we were just never talking, comes we were to just lose. Talking about it the other day. Damn, but he'll come back to us. But yeah, I get what you're saying though. I, and I actually like Lomachenko. He fought, not, no, but he, but my 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 point is he fought this man, right? And the man was a champion. Okay, they still fought. He beat Lomachenko. And Lomachenko, Orlando Salida. Orlando Salida. I, I just, apologies yeah, I mean, to Orlando Salida. Orlando Salida is a great journeyman fighter. If you're fighting Orlando Salida and you got him as one of your W's on your on your resume, that means a lot. That man is no joke. Um, yeah, you know, it was a split decision. You know, Orlando Salida allegedly outweighed him by a lot. He didn't want to lose the weight. Mm. Lomachenko's took the fight anyway. Lomachenko could have easily said, no, I'm not fighting the guy, and he would have been within his right. Look at what happened when Corrales fought Castillo the second time. time. And same thing happened, and Castillo actually lost the fight. Third time came around, the man did not make weight. Castillo said, fuck no, I'm not doing it. (laughs) You know, (laughs) there's too much at stake. Regardless that, that, that the guy's dirty, the guy didn't lose the weight, the guy disrespected the contract. A win's a win, and that's what you're remembered for. Yep. And you're 100%. And speaking on our, on our last topic with PEDs, I got a few famous boxers who got caught for doping. Before I get into them, can you name a few great boxers that got caught doping? Drum roll, please. Uh, I'm not that educated in this topic. I know Canelo. I think didn't, didn't uh, Pacquiao pop one time? Uh, supposedly, uh, yeah. Right. I didn't count that one, but uh, that's more like hearsay, sort of like a Barry Bonds, and he more like Lance Armstrong facts. Yeah, I mean, and, 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 and I'm not that educated in this topic. I'll be honest with you. I, I would need you to tell me. He's going to be shocked. And he's actually one of my favorite fighters to watch back in the day just because of the divisions he read. James Tony. I, you want to know what? <laughs> you want to know what? Mm. Love James Tony, but mm. I am not surprised. James Tony used to eat his way out of every division. <laughs> he the guy, I don't think he was, if he popped for something, I don't think it was something to enhance his strength. It was well, more of a diuretic. Um, well, when he got caught twice, I, I, uh, you remember these names, right. tell me, John Ruiz? But, but real quick, um, yeah. I had a funny story because Eric Brown, who was Kid Chocolate's trainer, mm. And actually used to train James Tony early in his career. Uh, and he's a great trainer to this day. One time at, at Poly Malinaji's camp versus uh, Judah, we were talking about James Tony. And he, his, I, I can't quote word for word, but what he told me was James Tony was one of the greatest fighters ever. Problem was, he kept eating himself out of his division. <laughs> <laughs> so when you say he popped, I would say yes. It'd probably be for, for, you know, something to diuretic. I don't, can't see James Tony trying to get a, take a nah, drug. He and had make a his, strong, he had no strength. Yeah. The man was. The man and was, he had a grizzled chin. Yeah. The guy was, you know. But uh, who else? Like, who um, else? Let's see. Um, he failed the drug test to these two fighters. Let me see if you remember their names. John Ruiz in 2005. Remember John Ruiz? Yeah, John Ruiz was the. Uh, <laughs> The first Puerto Rican heavyweight yeah, champion. Damn right. Who you with? Uh, no disrespect to John Ruiz. I myself am Puerto Rican. No, uh, 
I'm happy for him. Uh, not like I said, please don't be offended. This is my personal opinion. I'm not super proud. I mean, John Ruiz, the quiet man, he was a good guy, but wasn't you know, he was great. We have Felix, not a Hall of Famer. Yeah, Felix, definitely. Felix, definitely. Okay, and uh, next one, um, also, you, I'm surprised you didn't guess this. You didn't throw him out these last two. Myoga, which I'm shocked you didn't throw out. Oh. Yeah. Well, well, but Myoga could have been cocaine. <laughs> that fucking guy. You know, you got to be a little bit more specific. Because even James Tony, James Tony was partying with Dallas Strawberry and them dudes in there, I assume, allegedly. You know, so... You know, let, let's be specific. Are they drug enhancing? <laughs> oh, oh, is it cocaine or some sticky icky? You know what I mean? Let's go. <laughs> and the last one is um, <laughs> last one is Vander Holyfield. Remember, he got packages sent to his house for uh, different names. Yes. Yeah. Now, now, Evander, and I think that when you describe a boxer's heart, if you had to take pieces to make one professional fighter, the heart would definitely come from Evander Holyfield. The, the, the man is, this is a man that would, would have, <laughs> this is a man that would die in the that ring. Now, remember this, Evander Holyfield was not a natural heavyweight. Nope. Evander Holyfield came up mm-hmm. around the time Mike was getting all the buzz, he was building his body up. Cause I don't know if you, you were probably too young for this. Yeah, they used to be a workout piece of equipment that was like a uh, shoulder pad that a football player would wear. And on the actual pad, there was a, a retractable left and right, like drawstring where you would put your fist. And these were allegedly the things that Evander was using to bring his weight up, make him stronger. If he popped positive around that time for something, I would think it's enhancing. If it was after you know, that, it's crazy. Your it could have been the hard he thing. Got started to come up. <laughs> Your knowledge is right, great. And, um, right. Also, another thing is, uh, remember, uh, Vander Holyfield caused severe shrinkage in his, his balls. It's been uh, di- um, out there. Yeah, shrinking. He had a heart yeah, issue, too, did, if you yeah, remember yeah, correctly. Yeah. At one point, they thought and it was going to end his career. Saying, so, it could have been an after and effect, or it could have been... Saying. So, uh, or it could have been cocaine. Who knows? Vander Holyfield, you know, through the grapevine, led a very, very... Promiscuous life. Exciting... I'm not gonna say promiscuous. I'm gonna say exciting. <laughs> For the '80s and '90s, you know, I could see him at some of the Bobby Brown parties. Stupid. <laughs> oh man! Right, now, next segment, we're gonna move on to perhaps. Deontay is is a great physical specimen. He's a big bully. He drops bombs, but there's just he just doesn't have that refined. Even the Klitschko's knew how to throw a proper jab. You know, there's just something that's just suspect. And I hope I'm wrong because I would like to see him if he could beat Fury. And I think if he beats Fury, it's gonna it's gonna kill the argument of who's crossing Mm -hmm. the pond. 
because at the end of the day, say what you want, Fury is the lineal, lineal champ. undefeated. You know, when it came to, if this was Game of Thrones, <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean? Son. You know, Fury's Jon Snow. Yeah. He's the rightful He's the heir, one, you know? Yeah. He beat the man. And, you know, in the words of Ric Flair, you got to beat the man, beat the man. He beat the man. Not, it's too bad, you know, he had some personal issues and had to step but, away from hey, boxing like for a while. And, and, and I love the fact that he right. went away and immediately, not like some some of these other poke ass bitches, not like Keith Thurman. <clears throat> oh, not like Keith Thurman. <clears throat> Sorry, no, cold. Not like him. But he came and said, you know what? I want the champ. And that's what you want to see in somebody. But, you want somebody to fight but, the champ. Come in, not no back down. No, 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 no. I take a little warm up and I want the fucking belt. And that's what I want to see. And I like that. And I like, you know what? I love it. And I think it's not back down. That's one thing I respect about Yes. Wilder, I like that down. about Wilder too. I think they're doing a pretty good job oh, of selling the you fight. Um, pushing you each can... other, shoving each other, going on. Yeah, but you want to know what? Then, do you believe and it's real? Afterwards, won't smoke an L together. I think so too. They I think like they really they, they're, they, they're both yeah, smart but enough. You know what? They know that... this is a payday. They, they, if Fury right. said, "Fuck it, Joshua don't want to fight you. I'll fight you." And like I told you, I watched both of them fight Klitschko, Joshua and Fury. Fury to me. Did way better, way better. I hope, I hope that the British fans, and I say it again, I am an American, I love America, but British fans have the best boxing fans. If you don't and believe me, watch, watch, watch any, watch any championship fight that's broadcasted on Sky or Box Nation, mm-hmm. right? And then. Then watch an American Las Vegas homegrown fight, and you tell me whose fans yeah. are out there waving towels, chanting they in, 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 in harmony. Garbage as fuck. They cheer on David. Right. Hay, who looks like he got a nice so rapper in 1995. I, I say this to say that, that I hope, I really hope that they don't. Tyson Fury doesn't give him another Frank Bruno versus uh, Tyson. That, if you remember that fight, it was hyped up. Frank Bruno was this specimen. He was this big, strong yeah, man, that. supposedly taking Tyson out. And what time. happened? Tyson started landing on him, and the man just folded. He just shut through. down. But you know what? Though? I don't. I don't, I, I don't see Tyson Fury going out like that. But it's not a weak puncher. We all know that. But look, they have a curse to that. Remember, Hay? Hay was gonna do all that. He fought Klitschko, and he hurt his toe. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. That was like, a terrible I just fight. Though. He they, 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 uh, I'm sorry. Right, but what I'm saying is, whenever they put that name to fight one of our names, it's just like, man, I really hope that Tyson Fury makes the fight exciting. Deontay Wilder is definitely gonna come to make the fight exciting. You know, I tell um, people I want, I, I, I think Fury's gonna fight, so I think he's gonna win. But yo, let's not be stupid. I wouldn't be surprised he got knocked the fuck out either. The one, the, the baddest thing he's, about Wilder. <laughs> he's definitely hittable. Yeah, he's definitely the hittable. Thing about, the, the, one of the craziest things I find about Wilder, which is why I say he probably might be um, two or three strongest heavyweight of all time, because the man swings off balance, unorthodox, and still has enough power right. to 
knock you the hell out. And you, we all know, as, a, as 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 fighters, professional fighters, your power comes from your leg, your form, that that swing, that hook, and your legs. You know what I'm saying? Those those legs. This guy has skinny legs, and he has, and he just swings from everywhere with unbelievable power. These guys, it's crazy. These guys, these guys hustle. These guys, and that's another topic. One day, I hope we sit down and we speak about this. There needs to be another division past 200. Mm, I'm starting to agree with you, yeah. These guys are well, these guys, I mean, look, and I'm not discrediting Wilder's career. Most of the American heavyweights he fought were he outweighed by yeah. 20, 30 pounds. Except, same uh, thing, like, same like, as Klitsch goes on. Right, right, you know, and, and, and let's yeah. be honest, he was fat. Yeah. He was fat. They remind you. When heavyweight division was dead, all those fat people, the clinch goes to fight. Yeah, you know, this was the heavy. You know, the, the, when I see a guy shaped like that, it reminds me of you know the the heavyweights of the golden era of the seventies and the eighties. You know, a heavyweight meant that you were heavy, and you yeah, weighed a lot. You, yeah, you, yeah, know, you weren't. You weren't six. You weren't six five. 235 pounds on way day and then on fight night you're yeah, 260 you know, you know? and that, that's why you said it should be and I agree with you being fight. there should be a it super heavyweight be. division and I, I you know I, one day we'll discuss it but I, I feel after 230 235 there should be yeah, a you can't division. be a, you can't be what you want to be heavyweight times too if we're not allowing men that weigh 154 pounds to fight a man that weighs 160 pounds or 61 pounds now, why are we allowing a man who weighs two hundred and let's say nine pounds fight a man that's two fifty three? You're right. And don't forget, let's not forget. Let's think Joshua. about that. Well, this is another interesting thing too. Uh, Joshua is, is severe, is very tall, and was bigger than almost all yeah, his opponents. Yeah, he's a super heavyweight. He's than, he's that's what than, makes these fights and, and good. Tyson Fury is also a tall man. Long, long, super exactly. heavyweight. So yes. It's, it's King Kong versus Godzilla. But here's the thing that breaks me, which is why. Yo, I was shocked when Anthony Joshua first came on the scene. I said, this dude reminds me of a heavyweight back in like the early 1990s when they were Tyson Holyfield. Yes, he's got a classic. Right. Are strong, ripped. He was just, and he's not just a big strong man. He has skill. I mean, I really enjoyed the fight with the. who was the, the gentleman he fought for last? I believe was the Haitian guy. Oh, Dillian. No, you talking about the Jamaican dude, Dillian White? Yeah, uh, I believe like so. Yeah. Uh, that was a good fight. Right, and when he fought, what I liked about this deal. fight, no, but he was a little smaller than Josh, but what I liked about Josh in this fight, you could see he was trying something. What he did was instead of using his, his range and his length, he brought it to the guy and he fought on the inside. Not only did he fight on the inside, he gave him great defense on the inside. What he was doing with this man was catching and shooting. You don't see too many heavyweights yeah, catching and shooting. Like that. That's why you know, uh, to me, Tyson you don't see that. You don't see that. Be another discussion for another time. We'll talk about top heavyweight fighters because of Tyson's speed and skill. Uh, he, he's the number one pound for pound heavyweight. I can't. I'm, Listen, this, I love it's great. They're all super heavyweights. I love it. I love it because the heavyweights that are, are, are making names right now are all around the same weight, same height, mm-hmm. which is which is pretty fucking amazing. These guys are all over six feet. What three? Who's the shortest guy in that? Out of Fury, uh, uh, Wilder, and uh, and uh, Josh was the smallest. Even Parker. Parker was a big dude too. Parker was like six four, six five. What, what about Josh? 
What's Josh? Like Josh six, five, six, at least six, six, three, six, six, four? That's what I mean. These guys are fighting, and that's great. I think that's like you said, you, the perfect analogy is Godzilla versus King Kong. This is, you know, this is a a a a Megazord versus yeah, yeah, this one. And this is is why the hype for December. um, We definitely will have to link up with this fight. (laughs) Definitely will have to. Absolutely, we might have to do a a blow by blow uh, fight fight party. Absolutely, I'm down for that. Set up by then. Shoot, I would even do the podcast live, and we could do our own commentary. That's what I would. That would be great. I would love it. Awesome, and you know we have a little greenery, of course. (laughs) And we're gonna Uh, absolutely. How else could you could you get deep into the details of the uh, action? That's right. We're not training for fights, so we can fail all the drugs. That's right. That's right. (laughs) That's right. Before we end this show. Before we end the show, gotta ask, who do you think Terrence Crawford's next opponent is going to be? Oh, who, who I think it's going to be, or who do I, who fact, I who want it like, to be? That's you know two. Yeah, those are two questions. Who uh, do you think it will be, and then who would you like to see him fight? We all know Spotty Spence. Well, Terrence Crawford is top yep. ranked. So, so you know, they're going to dictate, and it not necessarily means he's only going to fight a top ranked fighter, but whoever who's not a top ranked fighter fights him is gonna have to give something up because he's an ace the guy winning the pissing yep. contest the guy winning the pissing contest is gonna be Bob Merrill yep. now if he stays top rank who I think he's going to fight listen man I really wouldn't be surprised if uh, if the Floyd Mayweather Pacquiao 2 uh, rumor doesn't come to fruition he might fight Pacquiao that's who I'm hoping he fight I'm gonna be honest with you I think that I mean he's he's beating up he beat up Jeff Horn you know you know he's beating up you know in top rank yes that you know whatever kind of uh promotion you are one thing they do give you is big names fighting big names you gotta give them that they may not be the and you know, I could see, I could see Crawford fighting Pacquiao. I would love to see that fight. Um, That'll be one, a great boxer on his name, a legend on his name, and two, Pacquiao to me still has it. And this is this is right. now he's uh, a top. Because I don't see him. I don't see. I don't see. Let's you. I don't see Crawford getting any of the 147 I don't, fighters. I don't think so either. Oh, 140 in in, in Al Heyman's stable, and Golden Boy. Maybe Golden Boy. Oscar has the ability to play nice with other promotions. He do because it seems well, he, like you know. And not not only that, Oscar has remember one thing: the the only reason Al Heyman has the stable of fighters he has is because he built it on Golden Boy's yeah. back. If you remember correctly, when Danny Garcia was selling out Barclays Center, and every week we were getting Fox mm-hmm. Sports One. Golden Boy promotion uh, fights. They were all Al Heyman fighters because, you know, uh, Oscar De La Hoya was allegedly going through some personal things and he had to step away. Remember the guy in charge of Golden Boy was uh, Richard Schaefer, who now no longer works for uh, Golden Boy, who was fired on the return of De La Hoya. Allegedly when De La Hoya came back, when De La Hoya came back and he went through the books and he started seeing what fighters he actually still had uh, uh, rights over. Yeah. I don't want to see ownership. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to see ownership because they're not, not slaves, contract. but the, the guys that was 
The only star he had, which was a great star, was Canelo. Yep. After that, all the other guys, he had a few good names. I don't want to discredit any of those guys, but they're not memorable no, names. Eamon had all. Said, <laughs> and, and, and think about that. Remember, Golden Boy was king on TV. Yep. After that, what would it, what, what, who's king now on TV? PBC. Mm-hmm. Oh, you see everybody else now so, starting to start know. promotion up and everything now. Everybody's got their own. Uh, every fight has so, own promotion. Oh, you know it's, what like that a, it's like a rapper with a record label. I'm gonna give you a brief a, a, a brief description of what it could be. It's not always the case, but I would say 85% of the time when you're at a fight and they say uh, David Lemieux promotions, that means that David Lemieux probably has a buddy who fought on the under, untelevised undercard, and you know he's part of the promotion. They sold tickets, you know. They were they were probably fighting in their hometown. I'm not. I'm just using him as an excuse, yeah, as an example. You. Not saying it was him, but that's usually what it means. Like when you see Mayweather promotions, Mayweather promotions is getting up there, but it was always because yeah. they had He's fighters yeah, he, he, on he the card. Fighters, they there. <clears throat> so what what will happen is if Bob Arum or Golden Boy or PBC comes to Brooklyn, they're going to be responsible for the main event, the co-main event. The undercards are usually given to the local promoter. So local promoter he, could be he, he, like you see know, Luther he's Vela. Also gonna lose, he's also been losing a few fighters too because you know what? Not everybody who's successful at business makes it a businessman. I mean, uh, you know, big True. people uh, may want to have business partners around them who, who make those great calls and things like that. Um, him losing Davis, I think if he would have kept Broder and Davis under, you know, under his thing, he would have been. Uh, better, maybe a little more tutelage, especially Tank Davis. There's got to be more to that story. There's got to be more to that story, nephew. Definitely get on that. Um, it's going back because uh, I think Mayweather. I'm gonna say this. I don't think he'd probably be a great businessman, but I don't think he's shady at all. I don't think he. No, and, and, and that's what it is. I, I don't think he's shady at all. I agree with he you. He makes too much I money, agree. and he's too. He's too much about. I I I, I can see Mayweather's type. I'll pay you, throw a little bit more, and here you go, and never see you again. Mayweather's not a dirty guy. I can't see that in business, bro. I just can't. If I had to make a, an assumption, and hopefully it's a good one, I think anybody who, let's take Bruno for example. He's not a Mayweather's camp. Let's compare the two. Uh, Mayweather is a shit-talking guy, always been, but you want to know what? Always backs mm-hmm. it up. Broner, Broner is emulating Mayweather, but Broner, but Broner, what I don't know, I don't think he realizes is that Mayweather talks shit, but Mayweather doesn't play a boxer in life. The boxer, yeah. boxer, the man eats, sleeps, breathes. He's not partying. He's not doing the things that this kid is doing. And I don't see Floyd wanting to keep doing business with somebody who's and not going to respect the sport that, that he respects. And his uncle, I'll cut you and, off, his uncle was even saying, Roger Mayweather said, this guy doesn't know what he wants right. to be, a rapper, an actor, um, right. money. He right. said he needs to he right. to, uh, figure out what you want to do because it ain't boxing. Right. So, like, so now, so now based on that, think of, you know, you gotta, when you watch these fights, you're watching the fights, but you gotta, and when you're there, you gotta watch the fighters that show up, the way they behave, the way they mingle with each other. You can tell who's the businessman yeah, who's not. 100%, yeah. You see Javante Davis at these fights. 
no discredit to the young man, but he's acting like he's backstage at a rap yeah, concert. Acting like a two-year-old who couldn't get his candy. You seen the way he was he was acting with Errol mm-hmm. Spence? That at one point, you know, Errol he's he's like trying to I guess touch like play fight with him, and Errol Spence is like, yeah, "Yo, what's wrong relax. with this kid?" Yeah, like, you know, I'm serious. I, so I'm imagine the guy like. Right, so but now imagine Mayweather having to be a kid like time, that. Yeah. I it's the grownest scenario all over again. It's like, you know, and then these kids are uh very hell bent on I'm the man, I run my shit, yeah, I run my shit. I can see listen. Mayweather say, Absolutely, you're right, you run your shit, but you're not gonna run it with me. You out. You have to see that happen too, because like you said, a lot of these kids about their brand from any sport, basketball, football. Right. There's no more right. being under someone's tutelage. There's no more listening to the OGs, there's no more you know, and then listen to the words, the wisdom of the old. No, nah, they want to be you know, men, so. Everybody wants to grow up overnight, like fly by mail. It's crazy. Exactly, it's, exactly. Nobody's putting You're 100% right. 100% right. So yeah, definitely, man. we got to get up on this. Um, I believe we got a fight coming up. Um, I think oh, if they do the fight, we definitely want to speak about it to BJ Saunders and Andre. Absolutely, absolutely, um, love to. There's another fight in November. I forgot who's fighting. I have to look at the schedule. But he's a good fight. And then you know what we got in December. Mm-hmm. We got the yes, greatest yes, thing in the world. Yes. We might actually. We'll let you guys know we're going to do that podcast live because it's going to be legit, Uncle. While we are out, the theme song play. Tell them one more time where they can find your page. Uh, you can find me at, at Uppercuts. That's U P P A K U T Z. DM me. Uh, me photos, videographs, posters. I might make a comeback. You Who never knows? know. Pray for that comeback, uh, y'all. Some pictures are dope. And it's been a pleasure. Yeah. Thank you for having yes, me. Yes, it won't also, be the you. first, won't be the last. You are always welcome here on Thin Live Between Sports and Hate. And this is your host, Downtown Charlie Brown and Uppercuts. And we out.